Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. What they tweet, what they do, it's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is your Music City 60. We uh, talked about yesterday that Alan Jackson uh, pulled out of performing at this year's CMA Fest, and uh, there was a lot of speculation about why. It may have been due to the uh, nerve condition that he's been dealing with. We still don't really know why, but the good news is he's not canceling his upcoming tour. He tweeted yesterday, sorry, I won't be at CMA Fest this weekend, but I will see you on the road this summer and fall, starting at the end of the month. That is good news. That is. I think everybody just, you always just assume the worst. Right. Uh, so cool. Love that. Uh, Chris Young, doing an interview, you would think, eh, you're a songwriter. That's your job, writing music. Right. That's easy to do over Zoom with the whole pandemic thing, right? Chris Young says he hated writing music over Zoom. He says, most of the stuff I wrote, even the stuff that was the best of what we did, I feel like there was something missing, at least for me as a songwriter. He says he didn't end up using anything that they wrote during that time period really? on, on his new album. Wow. He said it was hard to convey emotion and meaning when you're talking to people through a computer. Uh, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I totally feel like he just kind of missed that personal touch. But yeah, he says he didn't use anything they did during that time. That's pretty crazy. Uh, Lainey Wilson has been uh, kind of talking about what her life was like before she started getting noticed as a country singer. And back then, she was just another singer in Nashville, suffering for her art. She lived in a camper with a broken furnace. It was so cold, she could see her own breath whenever she lived in there. Uh, had to wrap herself in jackets just to keep warm. But, uh, you know, she said her faith in God kind of kept her through it. And, uh, you know, now that she's been through the tough part, she hopes her experience sets an example for others just like her. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. She's uh, she's also part of the Under the Big Sky Festival. That's right. We're doing tickets every day this week. Where presumably her trailer will have heat in it. <laughs> you would think so. Unless she wants just a little subtle reminder of how tough it was. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, finally, Carrie Underwood shared a video of an unexpected visitor at her home, a long snake that found its way. It looks like it's her gardening shed, but in the video, she says, whoa, whoa, you scared me, bud. She's kind of filming it. Says, look how long this sucker is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched the video. It's it's, it's longer than it needs. It's to a good, be. Gar- it's a good sized garden snake. No, no, no snake needs to be that long. <laughs> she as she was filming, she actually mentioned she was still shaking from being surprised by the snake. Yeah, uh, and then she kind of jokes with it. She kind of she's trying to talk it out, like, "Come on, get out!" And of course, right, it's not moving. She's like, "Well, nice <laughs> to meet you. Catch a mouse or two. I'm going to leave you alone now, and I right. fully expect you to go away." I guess that's what happens when you live on, like, a 400-acre ranch. I guess that makes sense. Uh, Carrie, by the way, her ninth studio album. It's titled Denim and Rhinestones. That comes out on Friday. Nice. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 KISS FM. Newsy and noteworthy. And it's now on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning? And Taco Bell is opening a new drive through concept in Minnesota today. Perhaps a glimpse into the future. It's a pretty innovative, weird, new thing. It's a four-lane drive through Each has a special designation. Two are for customers who pre-ordered through the app. One is for Uber Eats and DoorDash, and one is for regular traditional orders. Uh, but to handle four lanes, the building has two stories. Uh, you can actually drive below a portion of the second floor, and instead of your food being handed to you through a window, it's sent to you in a mini elevator called a vertical lift. Uh, they're calling it Taco Bell Defy, and uh, the idea is to reduce service times for drive through orders to under two minutes. And uh, this could do that, and uh, it's all about drive through There's no indoor dining at this Taco Bell. It's all drive through stuff. Wow. So, yeah. Sounds fancy. A glimpse of the future, perhaps. Never thought I'd see the day where Taco Bell was the fanciest of the (laughs) fast food places. Right? This is kind of a crazy story. A Michigan couple won a $4 million lottery jackpot. 
And they're saying it's all because of a stranger had a hunch. The woman says, my husband and I stopped to get gas, went into the gas station to pay while we were in line. Someone in the store came, someone in the store behind us said, you should purchase one of those $30 lottery tickets. I bet you win $4 million. <laughs> The lady says, we thought about it for a moment, and then we decided, eh, why not? Bought an Ultimate Millions ticket. We thought we were missing something. There was no way we could actually win. Right. Put the ticket away, looked it over again when we got home. To confirm what we were seeing, they did. They won $4 million. Wow. Her and her husband taking the one-time lump sum cash payout of two point five million. How did that stranger know? Man, that's crazy. I can't. That guy be behind me when I'm buying a Snickers. Bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Top Gun Maverick been killing at the box office over the last couple of weeks, uh, but there's a new copyright claim out on it. Uh, that you know, they say you know, maybe they can pull it from theaters. It's probably not going to happen. But uh, the original Top Gun was based on a 1983 magazine story called Top Guns. Uh, the heirs of the writer of that story are taking advantage of a provision in copyright law that allows authors to reclaim the rights of their works after 35 years. They say Paramount did not renew the rights to the original article before making the sequel. Uh, so one of the lawyers is, uh, you know, trying to get them some money out of this whole situation. It's interesting. I was reading the story yesterday. Yeah. It's like the, it expired as they were filming it, like a right. pandemic. And then the one claim is like, well, they finished filming before it expired. And the other one's like, well, but they didn't put it out. Ah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a weird one. It'd be interesting to see if they uh, cut a big fat check for that. Uh, could be. Uh, a story about a guy that has spent $50,000 in six years building a Star Wars X-Wing Starfighter in his garage. <laughs> He's a doctor in Atlanta. It's a life-size X-Wing replica. He says he built it to teach his kids about science and technology. This is the cool part about it. He says now he's using it to raise awareness and funds for the Ukraine as they uh, oh, nice. have the fight going on with Russia. Hey, that's great. So that's kind of a cool thing. How it's come all the way around. Love to hear about that. Uh, a guy in Florida was released from prison on Wednesday after serving eight years for a bank robbery in 2013. And then on Thursday, the next day, <laughs> he allegedly robbed another bank oh, come in on. Florida. <laughs> I mean, you know, he had eight years to plan his next move, uh, I guess, you know? <laughs> do, do what you know, I guess. Yeah, so he uh, walked in, demanded $150,000 in cash, and then he carjacked Toyota Camry and fled the scene. Unclear how much he got away with because he is still out on the run. Wow. He uh, is actually, uh, you know, still out there, wanted for armed bank robbery and carjacking, was last seen wearing a blue short sleeve polo shirt, blue cargo shorts, and white socks. Florida man strikes again. There it is. All right, here you go. It's graduation time. Story that says a man in Texas going viral for cheering for every single student at the recent high school graduation that was held in town. <laughs> How many students is that? I don't. This is the same exact number. Because like my because like my high school graduation is like six to seven hundred <laughs> students. That's a lot of kids to cheer for. Uh, there's a video posted. Uh, the girl posted a video of her father applauding after every student after their name was read. Dad also shouted several times as if the students were his own kids. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Like, yay, giving the support to everyone. Sure. But how, how annoying is that if you're the one sitting right next to that guy? <laughs> the entire time for every person. Yep. Clapping, yelling, hooting, and all. That's great. Oh, there you go. Newsy and noteworthy for your morning. It's Kiss. This part of Smith & Nelson in the Morning brought to you by Hunter Bay Coffee, Montana's premium gourmet coffee roaster. Smith and Nelson in the morning, 94.9 KISS FM, graduating seniors with Missoula County Public Schools. Got a pretty cool surprise. We'll share that here in just moments. First, we tell you that part of the morning is brought to us by Taco Time. That's right. Try the new Impossible Nacho Burrito. You won't believe how much Impossible meat tastes like seasoned ground beef. 
but it's 100% vegetarian. A delicious combination of impossible meat and your favorite nacho ingredients all wrapped in a home-style tortilla. It's Nacho Average Burrito. The impossible nacho burrito only for a limited time at Taco Time in North Reserve. I just love the build-up. The build-up to saying it's Nacho Burrito. I just... Uh, I can I can see it coming. I'm like reading it, and I see the words like ahead of it a little bit. And I just start laughing. It's, it's great. It gets me every time. The fact that it gets you every time. Yes. All right. From your Kiss FM mobile app story, there talking about a mystery donor around town. Okay. Uh, of course, it's the end of the school year. Graduations happening. Had ceremonies over the weekend. This story I saw yesterday, where uh, some some mystery donor just kind of kind of footed the bill. For uh, people that were behind in their lunch payments. Okay, cool. This was a post that they had on the uh, the school district website. It said a very generous donor has paid all of the outstanding meal balances, almost five thousand dollars worth. It was wow, like over forty eight hundred dollars. So there you go. It's always it's always like that big thing at the end of the year. It's like you got to get your library books turned in, right? You got to get your uh, get your your lunch tab up to date. And they threaten, you know, oh, you you can't uh, you can't. Do this if you don't pay it off. Right. Maybe you won't get your uh, diploma if you're not caught up on all your stuff. It's always the it's always the big scurry the final week of the <laughs> of the school year. Just, yes. Just, where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? Okay, yep. Turn this and get this done. Um, there's always a thing too. Go, it, going through school, whereas like if you didn't have lunch and you had to pay for lunch, then you go up to pay and then they're like, "Oh, your balance is empty." And you're like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll Tell my mom about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you. What are you not going to give me food? Yeah, Come on, so they, they let you have food, and the next, <laughs> the, the next day it was always the walk of shame. We're like, oh, I'm yeah. supposed to get money to get my bill current. I didn't. Nah, I'll just try it again. Yeah, and like four days in a row, you're just no money. I think I still owe like four dollars. Still behind. I think I'm still like four dollars behind on my lunch payment. Whatever it was, somewhere it'll catch up to you. It's, uh, I'm sure there's like interest that's like rattling you're up. Gonna, you're gonna. Try to buy a house somewhere down the line, <laughs> doing a background check. Right. Like, Boy, oh. we, we saw your elementary school uh, lunch bill is still unpaid. Uh, $4, $4, huh? <laughs> really uh, regretting those nachos now, aren't you? Uh, but kind of a, just a cool story, just uh, one of those feel-good stories. Yeah. We had one earlier in the week where they had that uh, – that SWAT standoff last week. Right, and they uh, gave pizza to the cops and stuff like that, yeah, right? Like all, all the neighbors pitched in and uh, kind of did a pizza delivery to all the cops and everybody that were there involved in the kind of the negotiations and standoffs. That was cool to see. And then uh, this one here a couple days later. So keep those good vibes coming. Definitely. Let's, let's, uh, I want to see some more stories like this. Love to see it. Cool gesture, and uh, whoever the mystery donor is, uh, high five from Smith and Nelson. Yeah, if the mystery donor wants to, uh, you know, maybe donate some lunch towards uh, the Smith and Nelson building headquarters, you know, that'd be great. <laughs> Took a good thing, and now you're stretching. Well, just throwing it out there, <laughs> stretching in, in the wrong direction. Uh, pretty cool, though. If you want to see the story, you can find it with your Kiss FM mobile app. Made in the it's odds and ends with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 Kiss FM. Yes, it is some odds and ends for your morning. The new Scream movie came out earlier this year. I really enjoyed it. Did a good job of bringing back uh, the old cast members with the new. Nev Campbell, of course, was in that movie as she's been in all the Screams until now. Nev Campbell is dropping out of Scream 6 over a pay dispute. Uh, she's saying, as a woman, I've had to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to Scream. Felt the offer presented to me did not equate to the value I have brought to the franchise. Uh, so that is unfortunate. Scream 6 is supposed to come out next year. Uh, so we'll see uh, how it goes without Nev Campbell. They're just going to keep pumping them out? Uh, supposedly. As long as they make money? I guess so. Yeah, Scream 5 was actually like a very big hit. No, so. no end in sight. See how it goes. Yeah. I'm, 
I, I will say, though, it does kind of end her story in a pretty solid way where oh, okay. you could probably do it without her if you needed to. Interesting. Yeah. A uh, story about an inmate in Tennessee recently escaping and taking off on a young girl's bike. He, they pursued him. His name is Ricky Roach, by the way. <laughs> okay. Which is just a great name for a criminal. Yes, it is. Uh, Sounds like a cartoon character. <laughs> he was riding the girl's bike down a local street. They said he was so exhausted from riding the girl's bike when they found him that he laid down and surrendered. <laughs> which just, it's all part of the story of saying, cops arrest Roach. I can just picture him like laying on his back like a dead roach. There you go, yeah. And then they tried to return the bike to the young girl. But there, there you go. Painting the, painting the picture in your mind of Ricky Roach laying on his back. There you go. <laughs> Uh, the ice cream brand Van Loyen just released uh, five new flavors for the summer, including one that tastes like Grey Poupon. There's oh. a Grey Poupon ice cream now. Nobody, nobody needs that. Uh, it's got crushed up pretzels in it and a Grey Poupon Honey Dijon Mustard Swirl. Uh, you can now buy pints of that at Walmart stores nationwide for a limited time. The other four flavors, a little less risky, espresso, peach, honey cornbread with strawberry jam, and one called Campfire S'mores. Uh, Grey Poupon kind of making the headlines, though. Yeah, sure. Yesterday, Good Morning America, Adam Sandler showed up, had a big old black eye. Oh, really? Looked like he'd been in a fight. He looked like he got punched in the face. This, this is the greatest explanation for having a black eye. <laughs> he explained that his bed sheets were tucked in too tight. <laughs> and he had his phone kind of laying there next to him. Oh, boy. And he says when he kicked his feet up, the sheets were so tight that it, like, shot the phone in the air and landed <laughs> and, and hit him in the eye. <laughs> I mean, you think your phone is decently heavy. You think of that hitting you just right. Right. But that's... I don't think I've heard that that one before. That's, that's pretty great. That's a new one. That's a funny one. Uh, Chris Evans is raising money for charity by raffling off a pair of tickets to be his date at the red carpet premiere of the new movie The Gray Man, which is going to hit Netflix pretty soon. Uh, if you want to do it, head over to omaze.com. From now until June 26th, the winner announced on July 13th. You'll get two tickets to the premiere, photos of Chris Evans, hotel and flight, all covered. $10 gets you 20 entries. $150 gets you 200 entries. And uh, Money Raised supports Christopher's Haven, which uh, offers temporary low-cost housing for pediatric cancer patients and their families in Boston Hospital. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. All right, some things that happened on this date. 1975, Sony introduced the first Betamax video cassette recorder. We still use it to this day. Sold for $995. Wow. In 1975. That's crazy. A $1,000 piece of electronics. A PlayStation 5 is $300 <laughs> cheaper than that. $400 cheaper than that. Yeah, yeah. four. <laughs> of course, uh, eventually replaced by the VHS uh, yeah. systems and format. Uh, this date, 1982, Priscilla Presley opened Graceland to the public, except for the bathroom where Elvis Presley died uh, five years earlier. That was mm. off limits. On this date, 1993, Prince changed his name to a symbol and then asked to be referred to as the artist formerly known as Prince. There you go. All-time uh, epic move right there. Yes, indeed. And then I think eventually he changed it back he to just Prince yeah, again, right? right? Uh, birthdays this day, Liam Neeson is 70. That's crazy. And how about Tom Jones? Mr. Entertainment Tom Jones, 82. That's not unusual, <laughs> but it's still kind of weird. There you go. Some odds and ends for your morning with Kiss. When it's country in Pablo, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. <laughs> Smith and Nelson in the morning, 94.9 Kiss FM. Everybody's laughing because this dog is slobbering all over me. You have to wipe the drool off your hand before you hit the button. <laughs> That's right. It's Take Me Home Tuesdays with 94.9 Kiss FM. And it's brought to us by Paul's Pancake Parlor, Flanagan Motors, and Trail West Bank. It's where we team up with the Humane Society of Western Montana, and we try to find homes for these animals in need. Katie with the Humane Society back with us for the morning. Hello, Katie. Hello. Good to be back. Who did you uh, who'd you bring in this morning? 
Today I brought Ren. He's about two years old, and he is definitely big-headed, big-hearted. <laughs> really? Uh, right on cue. Big, there it is. goofy, gentle giant um, that's been in the shelter kind of for a minute, and I'm not sure why. He's my favorite. That was, the first, that was the first thing when he came running through the door. I was like, whoa, look at that noggin. Yes. That's a, that's a big head. For those listening at home, this 110-pound dog just jumped on Ryan as he's trying to <laughs> do a show. Uh, he is just a fun-loving pup, though. Oh, yeah. What's, uh, what's the story with Ren? So, Ren was transferred from one of our partners to an organization called Rescue, um, and he is great with all people, good with kids. He is big, though, and does like to jump and say hi, so <laughs> might knock a few people over. Um, and at the shelter, he's been a little mixed with dogs. We think he's maybe dog selective, so okay. he might prefer to be the only pet in the home, but <laughs> he's plenty of pet to be the only pet. <laughs> About to take a drink from my water bottle. Yeah. Probably the last thing I need on that is the uh, the dog slobber. May want to wash that off a little bit. <laughs> All right, what would be uh, what would be the ideal situation for Ren? I mean, aside from being a little dog selective, we don't really know how he'd be with cats or little critters. But I think he could fit in a lot of places. He likes everyone he meets. He is just great to be around. He walks nicely on leash. He rides nicely in the car. He's really just. He's great. I have to keep my arms like he really likes Ryan. I have to keep my yeah. arms like, folded across my chest here because whenever he sees my hands, that's when he comes. Uh, he comes jumping up over. Right. Me. <laughs> uh, all right. So good. Good in the car. You were just saying he's just kind of a, a fun-loving guy. I mean, you open the door, he came in just like he knew us. Yeah, he's pretty easygoing. Minus that he really wants to jump on you. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. I guess the hand trick's not working. He's coming up anyway. Yep. All right. Uh, well, where, where does anybody find uh, details with Ren or find a way to come visit Ren? Maybe see if he's the uh, the ideal fit. Yeah, people will definitely want to visit with Ren. Um, you can come to the shelter. We are now closed on Thursdays um, while we staff up and train. So we're open Wednesday and then Friday through Sunday from 1 to 6. Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Friday, Friday through Sunday. Yeah, Wednesday, Friday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Okay, <laughs> Wednesday, Friday through Sunday. All right, so, so what's uh, new staff training people? Yep, we are hiring for a couple positions right now. We have some awesome new folks in, and we are just taking some time to train. Thursday's usually our slowest day anyway. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All right, there you go. Uh, well, if you want to meet Ren, see Ren, uh, have Ren slobber on you a little bit. Is this <laughs> Maybe tackle you a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He is a big boy. It's it, like when you when you first see him, I think maybe you're kind of like, "Whoa, that might be too much dog, maybe too big a dog." But he really is just, just he's, he's got a good energy. Potato. Yeah, he's like a small dog in a big dog's body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like he's wearing a, a dog fat suit. That's what he looks like. Yeah. there. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to check out Ren and uh, maybe give Ren his forever home, we'd love to love to just have a little part in making it happen. You can check out the Humane Society online, myhswm.com. Uh, give us the hours one more time in days. Um, Wednesday and then Friday through Sunday, 1 to 6. All right. Katie, appreciate you coming in as always. Thanks for having me. It's Take Me Home Tuesdays with 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson, 94.9 KISS FM. Craving, you know, newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farsight Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farsight Sign in the 2200 blocks of Avenue West. It's our group learning exercise every morning. We try to find a little piece of information that hopefully not everybody knows about. That's right. Something a little, uh, something, you know, just one of those things you hear and you go, huh, that's Interesting fun fact. Exactly. And if you're a soccer fan, this might be an information that you might be familiar with. But uh, did you know the best World Cup performance by the American men's soccer team was at the very first World Cup 
1930, uh, in which they finished in third place. That's the best the American men's soccer team has ever done. I was actually kind of looking through the stats, and uh, you know, that's when they made it in third. Uh, next year, they were in 16th, or in 1934. Uh, for like 30 years, they didn't even qualify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they went through a long dry spell. It was a big thing when yeah, they finally did. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, the very first one was 1930. The highest they've done since then is eighth place. Uh, so the American men's soccer team, one day, they're going to make it. <laughs> they're the Chicago Cubs of the uh, of the World Cup. Eventually they'll get there. Just, uh, maybe not for a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, usually they make it. If they make it out of the group stage, it's usually that next round they get knocked out. Yeah. Or in like a big year, like they win that next one and then get knocked out. Yes, uh, unfortunate, but there you go. Needs to or not, now you know.